My name is Andy Bentley, and the Commander's Forge is a narrative for me to talk about magic and Commander in ways that I enjoy it. I'm not going to lie, this is the third time, nope, sorry, the fourth time that I've tried recording. I was struggling with some mental issues over the weekend, and it's just made it really hard to sit down and focus on anything and anything I did get recorded just didn't sound good to me and so I scrapped it and tried again and then scrapped it and tried again and then scrapped it and tried again and now I'm gonna try again to see if I can get something that's at least coercive and uh, today we're going to start with uh, just a quick segment on stats. Specifically my stats from uh, March. During the month of March I played 15 games with 3 wins, which averages out to a 20% win rate. The deck that I played the most was Linden, the Steadfast Queen, which is arguably becoming one of my favorite decks to play because that's well, a lot of fun. Followed quickly by my Niv-Mizzet and Gigantha, the Wellspring deck. As for who I played the most, that honor goes to Coil of the Guardian Project podcast with a total of seven of my 15 games. Followed by Parker from their Discord with six. And then Andy Flory from the Guardian Project podcast coming in third with two. But yeah, that's uh, that's what I have for stats. Now... Part of the problem that I've had is in the back half of the episode, I can never seem to get anything that sounds right. And I know in some way it's just my head messing with me. And I, I'm trying to get over all of that. But then you throw in the... Uh, holiday depression on top of that and honestly most days I just wanted to curl up and take a nap that said I played Among Us with Andy Flory and uh, Dan Krause and a bunch of Andy's friends and my sister on the new airship map and that was a lot of fun and I actually streamed the entire game. That said, I would like to get into streaming a little more regularly. Just as a another way to get myself out there. And if you wanted to check that out, it is at twitch.tv slash Mr. Big Bents. I, uh... I really am just a nerd on the internet, huh? Alright, we're gonna 
kick this over real quick. And then uh, when we get back, we're going to talk about some some uh, cards in uh, Strixhaven. It's coming out. And we're back. Now, looking through Strixhaven, a bunch of it doesn't really stand out to me. You know, broken blue-green stuff, but that's kind of the norm at this point. But it really got me thinking it might be time to update my Yumori deck, which is a Planeswalker tribal deck that is a control deck called Darak. And the deck itself only runs one creature besides the commander. And I'm not really looking to change that. But I did want to talk about a few cards that are coming out with Strixhaven that are very likely going to end up in that deck. And the first one is Harness Infinity. It is an instant for a generic black, 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 green, green, green. You exchange your hand and graveyard, and then you exile Harness Infinity. I... The deck tends to try and go long, so you never know when most of your library is going to be in your graveyard with that deck. And it really just, it's expensive, it's flashy, it's big, and I want to cast it. The second one that uh, really caught my eye was the Witherbloom Command which is a sorcery for a green and a black, and you choose two. Target player mills three cards, then you return a land card from your graveyard to your hand. Destroy target non-creature, non-land permanent with mana value or CMC, two or less. Target creature gets minus three, minus one until end of turn. Target opponent loses two life and you gain two life. I can see myself casting this almost entirely every time with the first two modes probably milling myself three cards to try and hit a land drop and then destroying a non-creature non-land permanent with mana value two or less which is well let's face it it's going to be used to blow up soul ring a lot and that's really all i've got to say about it the one downside is it's a sorcery instead of an instant but eh Beggars, choosers, you know, all that. The third spell that I was looking at was Deadly Brew. It's another sorcery. It's also a green and a black. And it says each player sacrifices a creature or planeswalker. If you sacrificed a permanent this way, you may return another permanent card from your graveyard to your hand. So we can use this to replace a Planeswalker that we've already used with a more powerful Planeswalker that somebody had already killed. Or, you know, Lord forbid, uh, the one creature we have in the deck and we need to get it back. But it's a good utility spell that helps us and hinders our uh, opponents. Right. After Deadly Blow, I was looking at Infuse with Vitality. 
This time it's an instant, but it still costs a green and a black. And until end of turn, target creature gains death touch, and when this creature dies, you turn to the battlefield tapped under Sona's control, you gain two life. Now you might be thinking, this deck only runs two creatures. But it's fairly important that we keep Yumori on the board because he helps facilitate us getting Planeswalkers onto the field. I want to add this spell purely as protection for him. And there's really all there is to it. Now, the uh, next one is uh, one of those lessons that don't work the way people want them to work in Commander because there is no sideboard in Commander. But that said, the one I was looking at was Confront the Past. X and a black for a sorcery, and you choose one. Return target Planeswalker card with mana value or converted mana cost. X or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. Or you remove twice X loyalty counters from target Planeswalker and opponent controls. In this deck, it will almost always bring back a Planeswalker that an opponent had uh, decided to remove. And... It really highlights, I think, an evolution in uh, Liliana, where she's questioning her past. Mm. God, I let's just say I'm very happy that Magic has story again. Now, I'm not going to do any more dives on anything else in the set proper, and we haven't really seen the cards for the Witherbloom Commander deck and I'm going to be doing more of a deep dive on those in my next episode but I do want to take a quick minute to talk about the Mythical Archives looking through it I don't run all of them but I run a lot of these index already and uh, I really like this art style the eliminate which I might pick one up for you Mori uh, natural order which I run in I think three decks at this moment uh, God's willing I have in at least two decks uh, increasing vengeance is in two decks uh, negate is in uh, three or four decks I'm running Mana Tithe in a deck. Oh, and, uh... Oh, that Putrefy? Hmm. Uh, channel, unfortunately, is, isn't really an option for us, but Cultivate, uh, Dark Ritual, Crossing Grip, Counterspell, Snakeskin Veil... Oh boy, uh, swords to plowshares, and of course, demonic tutor. Oh lord. And then of course there's the Japanese mythical archives, which are absolutely stunning. And 
I would not put it past myself getting at least a copy of each of them. Just to, like, frame and put up on a wall. But I think that's going to do it for uh, talking about cards for now. Uh, and as we kind of wind down towards the end of the episode here, uh, I would like to say if you want to support the podcast and everything else that I'm doing, you can go to patreon.com slash commandersforge. That is C-M-D-R underscore forge. And if you want to check out my stream again that will be at twitch.tv slash Mr. Big Bents and if you happen to be watching this on YouTube consider subscribing hit the bell for notifications hit the like button and I will see you next time that brings us to the end of the podcast I would like to thank Nate and Erica Jacobs for designing my logo, and Cody Mulpey and Ian Foss for allowing me to use a sample of music from their band, The Crypt. The podcast can be found on YouTube by searching Commander's Forge. The podcast is Commander's Forge, that is C-M-D-R underscore Forge, on Twitter. I can be found on Twitter at Bentsmister, that is B-E-N-T-Z-M-R. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next time. And until then, here's to fun games and sick plays.